Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. So I can tell you a little bit about my process. Sometimes what happens is after I'm done doing the radio show, I'll go, well, the way that it's set up now, since I'm doing the radio show from the basement because that's where my Wi-Fi is better, I then go upstairs and go into my office, and I usually do the podcast. Today was weird. I... I actually took time in between. I, don't, I ordinarily don't do that. Like, I'll, I'll leave the basement, run upstairs, and then do a podcast. But I took a little bit of time today. Had myself a PB&J. It's delicious. Thought about dinner, even though I was eating lunch, which is really weird. And then the Bears sent a press release saying that Sherrick McManus had re-signed for a year. And I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to talk about Sherrick McManus a little bit. And the reason that I wanted to talk about Sherrick McManus is because he is, we know how good he is. Sherrick McManus is not a starter, although he did get pressed into starting as a nickel guy a little bit with the Bears. The reason why we know Sherrick McManus, outside of him going to Northwestern, and the reason that we know that Sherrick McManus has tremendous value and that this is a good thing for the Bears to do to bring McManus back is because what he does on special teams. And that got me to thinking. He's in a long line of Bears special teams players that I think Bears fans have figured out actual value for. Think about that for a second. Over the last 20 years, there have been a bunch of guys that have worn blue and orange that you know primarily because how good they are on special teams. Now, I'm going to leave Robbie and and Maynard and Manley kind of out of it, although Manley's thing is incredible that he was just out there long snapping all day. And I will tell you that the damnedest thing that I've ever seen on a football field outside of Julius Peppers running down Devin Hester is watching Maynard and Manley Manly snap to Maynard. Maynard catch it with one hand and set it for Robbie with one hand. It's the damnedest thing I've ever seen outside of Julius Peppers running down Devin Hester. Anyway, I texted Manly because I said, I'm thinking about doing a podcast about Bears special teamers because of Sherrick McManus. And I said, I know I'm forgetting some people. And so this led to a text exchange between me and Patrick Manley where we just started going back and forth about great special teams players that the Bears have had. So initially, my list to Manley was himself, although I think he's kind of in his own category, Izzy, Israel Adonage, Brendan Iambadejo, Rashi Davis, and Hunter Hillenmeyer. Like, that was my initial list, and I was like, what about, you know, Nathan Vasher? I'm trying to take the returners out of it. Although, if you look at the list of Bears returners, it's pretty great. Where you have your Nathan Vasher and Johnny Knox and Devin Hester and Daniel Manning. Daniel Manning was an unbelievable kick returner for a really long time. He didn't have any moves, but he was going 100 miles an hour as soon as he got the ball straight ahead. And he was always good for like 25 yards on those kickoffs. So then we started to really dig deep on this. 
And he said, you know, don't forget about Tim Shaw. How could I forget about Tim Shaw? You know how awesome Tim Shaw was? Don't forget about our Adrian Peterson, the Bears version, who's another guy who was a good returner. So then we kept going in this text. And then he said, well, Todd Johnson, Cameron World, Dante Wesley. You remember Dante Wesley? You see that guy? He was like 6'4". He's a corner. He's like 6'4", 230. He'd be out there on special teams running people down. And then I brought up Charles Tillman playing special teams off on the edge. He loved playing on kick block off the edge. And then what happened after that is Manley said, don't sleep on Mike Brown as a special teamer. And I had kind of forgotten about Brownie as a special teamer. And apparently he was one hell of a personal protector when he first started. So we just kind of went down the list. Rod Wilson, who's uh, the assistant special teams coach in Kansas City with, with Dave Tobe, which I'll get to in a minute. We just started throwing names out and, and we had forgotten about Corey Graham. Dude. Corey Graham was awesome. Wasn't he still playing up to like a year ago? I got to check. I think Corey Graham might still be in the league. Jason McKee put him on the list too. It's just, this is the reason that I I want to talk about Tobe. Now you guys know how I feel about Dave Tobe. I think he's smart. I think he's someone that should absolutely, absolutely, be a head coaching candidate. And I think that it's it's a shame that he, it looks like he's never going to get that opportunity. One of the smartest football guys I know. I truly believe that Dave Tobe, as special teams coordinator, the fact that he is revered in Chicago, he and Devin Hester played a huge role in why we, as Bears fans and observers, have an appreciation for what happens on special teams. Because you couldn't blink. A lot of times, I mean, hell, I was watching I was watching the replay of that crazy Kansas City, L.A. Rams Monday night game the other night, and you just kind of skip through the punts. Th- that's what they did on NFL Network. They just skipped through it. But... One of the reasons that the Monday night game that they had on last week between the Falcons and the Saints was on was because Steve Gleason blocked a punt that Manley said changed their franchise. And I think that he's right. And so then I was telling Manley the story of the the week of the NFC title game in 07. Zach and I are both covering the Bears. So what happens is, is that once we got there, Mitch was like, hey, this is serious. We need to really treat it like we've got it covered. So they sent me to New Orleans for a week. I covered the Saints for a week. And Zach, obviously, because he's the Bears sideline reporter, he he covered the Bears. This happened again at the Super Bowl. At the Super Bowl that year, I was with the Colts the entire week. I was in Fort Lauderdale with them while Zach 
was with the Bears at the Bears team hotel. So I was handling all the Colts stuff. He was handling all of the, the, the Bears stuff. But I went down to New Orleans and specifically sought out talking with Steve Gleason, who's amazing, and his struggle with ALS, a lot of people have taken um, they've, they've taken some inspiration from the way that he's, and he is revered in New Orleans. And even back then, he was a revered special teams guy, and I thought that there was a real kinship there between how Bears fans felt about their guys and how New Orleans fans felt about Steve Gleason. That there was real value in watching how special teams can tip a game in favor. It's one of the things that Lovey Smith probably doesn't get enough credit for as the head coach. How valuable he thought special teams was. Now when you have the greatest returner of all time, that helps... But I think beyond that, there was value in it. Like, he understood that that was a way to steal a possession here or there, to win a game here or there. In my opinion, if you have a buttoned-up special teams unit, and I'm not even talking about kicker. Like, kicker's its own animal. But and, And if you have one of those, and Robbie is legitimately one of the best kickers of all time. But if you have a buttoned up special teams unit, guys who stay in their lanes on kickoffs and on on punts and get down, great gunners who are able to, to cut a returner off and make them go in a direction that they don't want to go in, send them back towards your help so that they can't get out and get off a great return. Guys that block Four guys like Devin Hester and Johnny Knox and Danielle Manning and Nathan Vasher and Adrian Peterson and Jerry Azuma. When you have guys that are willing to sacrifice like that, it makes your team that much stronger. I think it's worth two wins if you have a buttoned up special teams unit. And it's weird. Here I am. Now I've talked for like 10 minutes about bear special teams. And I know that you're listening right now saying, amen, hallelujah. You understand that it is a valuable thing. And part of recent bears history is about the impact that special teams can have on making a decent team good and a good team great. And a great team, get them to the Super Bowl. Those are the types of things that matter. And I give a lot of credit to Dave Tobe and Devin Hester and Lovey Smith for doing that for us. As a football community, they made it so that special teams wasn't flyover. It wasn't like, oh, well, let's just wait until Erlacher gets on the field again. Now, maybe some of that has to do with some of the offensive struggles that the Bears had. And when Monday Night Football replayed the the 25 tackle game of Brian Urlacher, yeah, defensive special teams won a football game where the quarterback turned the ball over six times. Do you understand what happened in that game? Rex Grossman threw four interceptions and fumbled twice, and the Bears won. Why? Their defense was out of this world, and so was their special teams that season. 
So when you see it play out and you hear you hear a lot of lip service from coaches about special teams, it's the third phase. Lovey meant it. And they allocated resources to back up what he was saying about it. Look, I'm not going to go on much longer. I just wanted to enjoy this and say good job, Chicago Bears, in bringing back Sherrick McManus. He's a guy that that I can legitimately, legitimately say makes your team better. And I know that because I've watched him play special teams for over a decade in the league and, a, and what, over 100 games for the Bears, and he stands out on special teams. He is one of the best special teams players in the NFL, and he's got the resume to prove it. The fact that he's still in the NFL is the resume that proves exactly what I'm talking about. I don't know whom your favorite special teamer is, and maybe I didn't didn't acknowledge them. I didn't I didn't go as far back as talking about Larry Wiggum, for example. But I know that you got one. I know that that whomever you are, you have a favorite bear special teamer of all time. And I like the fact that I just made you think about that person, and you probably smiled when you did it. Thanks for listening.